Welcome to the Ministry to Parents podcast. Here's your hosts, Elizabeth and Jeremy Lee. Welcome to the Ministry to Parents podcast. This is the podcast for church leaders that helps them build a ministry to parents. I'm Jeremy Lee. And I'm Elizabeth Lee. Thanks so much for joining in on today's episode. This is episode 30, and it's how to give parents confidence. And we're in the middle of a podcast series on how to help prepare parents for spiritual leadership. And but before we go too far, yeah, you just blew past something pretty important. What? It's episode 30. <laughs> We've got 30 episodes under our belt. That's pretty great. I mean, why aren't we at, why not 31? I mean, why 30? Because <laughs> it's special. Congratulations on 30 episodes. Oh, thank you. You too? <laughs> All right. Sorry. You can go back. It, what is our episode about today? <laughs> How to give parents confidence. <laughs> well, confidence in what? Spiritual leadership? I think I've thrown this off the tracks. <laughs> This is that moment when you're recording a podcast where you're like, do we press stop and try to edit or do we keep going? I'm all for keep going. What sure, do you vote? Why not? All right. In the spirit of authenticity and vulnerability. <laughs> so um, one of the reasons why we picked this topic is because it, we have discovered, you know, after 20, 20 something years in the church world that parents being both church leaders and parents, we've had a seat in both sides to that is as church leaders, it's like, come on, parents, we're cheering for you. Let's go. You know, we want you to disciple. And then on the other hand, parents, it's like, oh, my goodness, what am I doing? This didn't come with a manual. And I have no clue what I'm doing. And it's my, quote, sole responsibility to disciple these people and represent God to them. That is like crazy scary. And there's just this tension that lies between the two groups, between church leader and parent. And so this podcast series in particular is we're trying to help ease that tension or be with you as a church leader in that tension. But at the same time, how can we help you cross the bridge a little bit? And as a church leader, go over to the side of the parent and say, hey, I'm here to give you a little bit of confidence. I'm here to show you support. When it comes to this topic of helping parents be spiritual leaders, there is one huge obstacle, and it's this. It's this intimidation. It's this uh, this fear that parents have, and it's very real. I remember the first parent seminar I did long, long, long time ago. I can't... I can't. <laughs> so to say long being like, because you're how old? But I'm I, super <laughs> old. But... Uh, the I came in guns blazing and it was about 30% pep talk and 70% helpful instruction. Um, those percentages have changed over the years as I got into real life because what would happen is and you can kind of always tell how the seminar went by the line of parents at the end. Um, <laughs> first few se seminars, there was no line. Everybody was like, I want to get out of here. Because it's like they just got through drinking from a fire hydrant and so they couldn't breathe. <laughs> and they were like, none of the, I mean, they, it was just so overwhelming to them. Um, then uh, it comes, you know, I, I made some adjustments, made some tweaks, but still the questions were about the crises that were going on. You know, my kid uh, is constantly in trouble at school. They have bad grades. They have a bad attitude. They're screaming at me. We can't get along. 
And it was so much more about the issues that they were facing, really relationally, than leading spiritually. Even though that my whole topic was about leading spiritually, they wanted to talk about the relational issues. And that informed so much, to be honest. But at the end of the day, what I realized is I can't get them even thinking about leading their kids spiritually until I help them overcome this relational deal and this fear deal. Um, and that's what's incredibly important. So uh, I had to switch the percentages. And now if you attend one of my parents' seminars, it is 70% pep talk. I mean, it is a pep rally for spiritual leadership. It's it, Before I even talk about how to do it, because that's the 30% now, um, really the 70% is, you know, you can do this. <laughs> you You can do it. You're not alone. Your church is here with you. And and you're called to do it, and it's an opportunity. It's a, it's, a, it's something to rise to, not to run away from. So one of the first ways that we believe you can really help overcome that intimidation that Jeremy's been talking about is by tweaking one word. And that is tweaking when you're talking to parents, when you use what we call the D word, the discipleship word, that word can in particular feel extremely intimidating to parents. And so what I love is the term that we use at ministry to parents is called conversations. When you're talking to a parent, just say, hey, have some spiritual conversations with your kids as you go. Uh, We talked about the as you go in the last episode, episode 29, where we talked about Deuteronomy and the Shema. And so if you had a chance to listen to that, you'll want to grab that one. But it's as you go. And so as you're talking with parents in the hallways on Sundays or any other time, uh, rather than use the discipleship word, just make a little tweak and talk about, hey, have spiritual conversations. Tweak it from discipleship to conversations, spiritual conversations with your kid. That's less intimidating. Hmm. And those conversations are not many sermons or many lectures. They can be educational, but really what they can and should be is I'm going, I love the scripture that says, follow me as I follow Christ. I don't think there's, uh, there's, that's just a beautiful picture. It's like, hey, I don't have it all together, but I'm going to head in this direction. And you know what? There might be times where I go the other direction and I don't mean to, but I'm going to come back. I will always end up in this direction. I'm committed to it. And so if you want to know the direction of Jesus, just follow me. I'm not a perfect guide, but I'm heading that way. You can come with me. Um, I, I always like to talk about picking up the machete. Um, a parent who leads their kids spiritually is is nothing different than someone who says, you know what, I'm going, I'm willing to pick up this machete and beat away at the bush of life, <laughs> and start heading towards Jesus. And uh, and if you're my kid, you can follow along my path, and I'll bear the brunt of beating this bush, and I will daily do it. And some days I will get lost in the weeds, a hundred percent. But I'm going to keep working my way towards Jesus, and you can follow behind me if you want. I will make a path. It won't be a perfect path. That's the conversation. It's the, hey, my goodness, you know, I I just feel some, you know, I'm struggling to pray, or I'm just struggling, and I need to ask Jesus for help, or I, you know, this is a sin that I'm dealing with. Um, of course, obviously, we don't have confessional some details of our sin to kids, but to let them know we struggle with it, yes to let them know that these are real things for us, to give them a real picture of a real walk with Jesus, one that is uncertain sometimes, one that is scared sometimes, one that fails at times and has to get back up, a real one. 
like a real relationship. If you have a real relationship with your kid and you show them a real relationship with Jesus, it's, I don't know how you can do much better. And that really does center around conversation, communication. And as Jeremy's, I love how you shared that, Jeremy, of just being able to, I guess, paint the picture of what it looks like for a parent to have a conversation. I was thinking about the church leaders as you're listening in on this. That'd be an incredible way to take what you just described, Jeremy, and be able to for them to take it and paint that portrait for their parents. Yes, buy a machete on Amazon <clears throat> and start okay. waving it around. <laughs> no, that's not what yeah, you Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Maybe do a PowerPoint picture. Just kidding. But it's a way that they could take, you know, with permission, your vision. Yeah, and take what you just, I guess, ca- cast for them. And I was thinking, you know, these children's leaders as they're listening in, hey, I can take what Jeremy just described and I can now go describe that to my parents. And that leads us to the kind of the second uh, tweak you can make, which is for some of you, um, as, as you write in and we've listened to you as you talk about your parents, some of you um, are very discouraged by the parents in your ministry and just how much you feel and think and see they don't care. They don't have any interest at all. And so I'd like to tweak that a little bit for our second tweak of the conversation, which is uh, tweak how you see your parents. Rather than see where they are today, see where they can be after you lead them. So in essence, that's what we talk to parents about, right? Don't see where your kids are today. See where they'll be. Uh, You as a church leader, don't see uh, where your parents are today. See where they'll be. Uh, years from now and begin to treat them in such a way so that they eventually will will hopefully step into that and become that because they've got one person on this planet who believes in them and believes they can be the spiritual leader they're called to be as both mom and dad that they can be that because they had a church leader who believed in them when they didn't even believe in themselves I love what you had to say about the idea of we need to tweak the way we look at parents. Um, and I want to I want to ask you a question. So, uh, what would you say church leaders should do when they find themselves struggling to do that to uh, to change their view when when really they just feel the kind of stuck in this mode of you know, parents are never going to open my emails. They don't listen. They, I can't get them to care. And there's, because there does seem to be like this hopelessness. How do you think church leaders should deal with hopelessness when it comes to this area? Sure. Um, I think that you can use a principle that a mentor of mine taught me when uh, you are in parenting or in a marriage and you think, okay, this is where I want it to be in 10 years. What I'd like to see you take a journal or you take a, an, um, some type of thing and you write it out and you write out a description of what you want it to be of your hopes. Uh, so 10 years from now, uh, and I've done this for the marriage piece. I've done this for our children, but this is where you could do it for your parents, for church leaders is you just spend some time writing out 
this is what I hope it looks like in 10 years. I hope if you're a youth minister, I hope that uh, these seventh grade parents, when they're five years, right, you could do this, when they're seniors, this is what they will look like when they're through going through the student ministry. Um, If you're a children's leader, when these kindergartners come through, um, and this could be a really great process for you, uh, every time a a class comes through, when the kindergarten class comes through or the first grade class comes through, sit down and write, okay, this is what I want these parents to look like when they finish, uh, when they transition from fifth grade to sixth grade or whenever they transition out of the children's ministry, I want them to look like this. Once you have that description set, then you begin to go, okay, what are some strategies to put in place that will get parents to that place? Um, so to use the example of what I did, like with um, my mentor taught me about doing this for my children, like I wanted relationship with them 10 years from now, 20 years from now, that was a description I had. So what did I need to do uh, that would get us to that place? And that required some thinking, some practicality. Um, well, if I hang out with them uh, one once a week, just some one-on-one, just a quick run to their favorite place to eat. Maybe it's Chick-fil-A or Sonic and, and, uh, for no reason at all, but just connection. Um, if I do that every week built over time, that will eventually take me to the place that I want. So then it's kind of like backdating. And so that's what you would do with parents is you would say, okay, this is where I want them to be. What do I need to put in place if when that by the time they're senior parents of seniors, what can they get their junior year or their sophomore year or their when their kids are freshmen? And you begin to put those strategies in place and you just take it a step at a time to begin to implement so that you can take them where you would love to see them go. Set up a clear vision for what you want to see and start working towards it. Well, I hope this has been helpful. I hope you guys are able to kind of see uh, a path to be able to help parents overcome the fear and the intimidation of leading kids spiritually. It's worth it. That vision that Elizabeth was talking about is worth establishing and pursuing, and uh, we know you can do it. We've got more to talk about on this topic. We've got the rest of our series coming up, but before we close out, I just want to remind you that if you're ever interested in experiencing what we have to offer at M2P, you can go to ministrytoparents.com forward slash free and put in your email address and you can download a couple of our resources for free. Check them out, use them with your parents, see if they like them and see if maybe we could be uh, of help to you as you begin to help teach parents how to spiritually lead. Thank you so much for joining in on today's episode. Uh, We have just loved having you here. This is the podcast for church leaders that helps you build a ministry to parents. We'll see you next episode. You've been listening to the M2P podcast. To download free parent resources, go to ministrytoparents.com.